This week's episode is brought to you by one of our awesome producers on Patreon. If you would like to become a producer of Audio Shelf, we have one more slot left. So um, you might want to jump on it. Yeah, people are biting them, them slots up. They really are. So this week's producer is Anne. Thank you so, so much for your continued support. We love you. Thank you, Anne. Welcome to Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Happy Halloween. Uh, toe, toe? I was going to start off with a spell. Boiling. So was I, because I had the ingredient of toe coming out of my mouth. A muck, a muck, a muck, a muck. And then everything else that Sarah repeats in this book. A foot, a foot, a foot, a foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we should tell people what we're doing. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. So for our Halloween episode this year, we are doing Hocus Pocus and the all new sequel. Not sure if that's the title of the sequel. <laughs> no, nope, it's the all new sequel. I think it's the title of the sequel. Mm. Uh, it was written by Disney Press, is listed as an author. Something about like A.W. Jantha. A.W. Jantha. Hey, A.W. Mm. Jantha. Hey, all. <laughs> Eileen Stevens is the narrator, and Disney is the publisher. Oh, Disney. Disney. Hi. Mm. The summary of Hocus Pocus is, I mean, if you don't know the summary by now, come on now. I know, right? Stupid. Get with program. Hocus Pocus is beloved by Halloween enthusiasts all around the world. Diving one. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic about that. <laughs> Diving once more into the world of witches, this electrifying two-part young adult novel released on the 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary? 20. Fifth. Oh my gosh. Of the 1993 film marks a new era of Hocus Pocus. Fans will be spellbound by a fresh retelling of the original film, followed by the all new sequel that continues the story with the next generation of Salem teens. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So then, um, for your listening length, you have 11 and a half hours. Just a lot. Just let's let that seep into your brain. That it's that long. Um, it was released on August 14th, 2018, which is not necessarily the 25th anniversary because the movie came out in July. Oh. But whatever. Whatever. Details. Um, and the genre for these books are humorous, witches and wizards, <laughs> and gay and lesbian. Oh. There you go. Lesbian. You got a category. Yes. Hocus Pocus is a... One of those gay movie icon things. Is it? Oh, yeah. A lot of people. That's why I was always at RuPaul's Drag Race Con. Yeah, but I mean, that's just people taking taking the outfits and turning them into something else. True. The, the sequel actually has a lesbian. Yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yes. So I think that's why it has the gay and lesbian like, category. Mm -hmm. Not because of its iconness. Icon Iconicness. Iconic. It's icon. Iconic. Is there an iconness? No. That's no. clumsy. It's <laughs> Whatever. It's oh my goodness. So let's talk about this piece. Let's do it. 25 years later. Oh God, I'm still feeling creaky. We have Max and Allison's 17 year old daughter, Poppy. Poppy. 
Pop rocks. Pop rocks. <laughs> well, she let's just let's just start it and give a brief kind of synopsis of the story, the sequel. Okay. So we have Poppy who has these two friends, Isabel and Travis. Isabella. Is it Isabella? Yeah. Isabella and Travis. And surprise, she's in love with Isabella. Shock. Which also, I am very surprised. Okay. Take a guess about what that sentence you just said shocked me. That I said surprise first before the sentence? (laughs) No. That Travis's name was actually Travis because I kept thinking it was Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what that boy's name was for 90% of this book. (laughs) I mean, he didn't do anything, I feel like. He really just came in and was like, Pop Rocks. Pop Rocks. Poppy. (laughs) And I was like, okay, you're not important. So I was describing the book to Sean and I was like, I think his name's Trevor or Taylor or Tyler. It starts with a T. Yeah. Well, Sarah obviously thought he was attractive because every time he was around, she was like, ooh, cute boy. Who's Sarah? The witch. Sarah, Sarah oh, Sanderson. Sarah. <laughs> Girl, I'm done. People, people, oh. they need to realize that you are a big Hocus Pocus fan. <laughs> I am. I really, really am. Um, but I was thinking Katie in the sequel because Katie and... What's his name? Travis? Travis? Oh, wait. Travis? Travis or Trevor? I, I just said Travis. Is it Trevor? <laughs> it's Travis. Travis. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is with this boy's name, but I cannot remember it. Like, maybe because it's so, like, basic. Yeah. Like, I can't. Very true. Because then you have Max and you have Binks, which both have X's in them. Mm-hmm. Then you have Travis, which has a V, but it's nowhere near an X. It would be I mean, cool if it, it was Travix. Yeah, or like tricks. I mean, they basically copied off of the whole movie to begin with. So shade. 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 We are under a giant willow tree right now. Yes. Because we have some thoughts. (laughs) Anyway, short synopsis of the book because I got off on a tangent. Short synopsis. So we have Poppy, Travis, and Isabella who break into the Sanderson sister house, of course, I mean, this sounds so unoriginal. And get caught by their parents, but then end up sending their parents to hell to switch positions with the three Sanderson sisters. So that is how, through a a little Ouija board or whatever, Mm -hmm. they reverse the curse that or the reverse the spell that put them put the Sanderson sisters in hell. Yes. And so they have this uh, big old 24 hour adventure, less than 24 hours of how to get their parent or how to get Poppy's parents back and Aunt Danny mm-hmm. um, before the sun rises, because if the sun rises, then the spell will be permanent and they'll be in hell. Ooh, it's awkward. Mm-hmm. And the whole town will just be. Children will be children taken over by things mm-hmm. like zombies or something mm-hmm. or yes. eaten. What, what was up with that zombie scene? I have no idea. I was so confused. I was like, wait, the hocus folks that I knew zombies were good. Billy. Yeah. All of a sudden zombies are after the kids now. I have no idea. To be honest, I was kind of bored with this book. Oh, yeah, thank God. So <laughs> I started making mashed cauliflower when I and I just left it play. And mashed cauliflower is probably the most boring food to make. It is. But it was already made. I just mm-hmm. preheated the oven and put it in. Yeah. 
So I, I, I was did very that. bored. I was I was really into it until somewhere something hit me and I was just like, can I, can this be over? Yeah. Okay. My thing. I was into it, not into it, into it, not into it, then into it at the end. Yes. And so it was a very much like a yo-yo. Like mm-hmm. I could not keep control of my emotions and not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it so, was just too much. Let's talk about the similarities between the sequel and the original. Okay. The similarities. The Sanderson sisters, which is great. Mm-hmm. I love the Sanderson sisters. They are icons, mm-hmm. like Brad was saying. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. We get the first story in the we, we also have to talk about the first book we as do. well. We but do. we'll we'll tap that a little bit later. Um you you get them in their house. You get the magical spells, similarities. You get the book. You um, get like the legends. Uh, you also get the first meeting of them, like in school, mm-hmm. of our main characters in school. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have the bullies. The bullies. There's a similarity. Um, you have the animal compadre. Mm-hmm. You have ghosts. There, there weren't ghosts guiding mm-hmm. in the first one. But I mean, that's kind of what Binks was. was. Yeah. He was also an animal and a ghost guiding. Mm-hmm. Um, you had little ghost Emily. Yes. Ghost mm-hmm. Emily makes an appearance. Well, then. A big appearance in this one. Yes. And Emily and Binks were in the second, the sequel. Yes. Which to me, I just feel like was so desperate. Was desperate. so desperate to have those two characters in the mm-hmm. sequel. They are supposed to be in the afterlife, enjoying, enjoying their time to get, the together. Yes. What? Why bring them back? It it ugh, it was. Ugh. You also had the three like people mm-hmm. because in the first one you had Max, Allison, and Danny. In this one you have Isabella, Poppy, and Travis. Yes. There we go. I'll get it. I'll, I got it. Um, you have them. So they are your like three protagonists. And then two out of the three are going to fall in love. Two out of the three are going to fall in love. The other one is just kind of like there and disappears at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Um, like Danny does when she gets taken by the witches. Yep. For just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Oh, there's there's tricks. There's tricks to make them think that they are going to die before yes. they actually are dead just yes. to distract them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what else is there? Um, there's a way to bring them back. Um, Technology is talked about in a, a much non-subtle way. Yes. Like in the original, there was a road was technology enough for yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Why do we have to talk about smartphones like every five seconds of the sequel? So, yeah. So there was a lot of just emphasis on the idea of these witches are old. Yeah. There was a lot of um, like the same kind of. Oh, there was them not riding on actual brooms. Oh, yes. But riding on household things. That's a big one. That happened twice. Twice. And like, okay, in the first in the first movie. It was it was cute and it was funny because it was something like unexpected. We mm-hmm. just kind of seen them filing out from the house and getting on like a broom, a mop, and then the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, that was hilarious. Now in the movie, now they added, added a leaf blower. They added a leaf blower, a swiffer, a swiffer sweeper, and then a cordless vacuum. And it was just like 
you're you're doing it over again and it's not good. And you put it in the best way possible yesterday mm-hmm. when you said that this sequel was a fan fiction. Oh, yes. Like that was genius. As soon as you said that, it clicked in my head for me. And I was like, yes. Yes. This it, complete fan fiction. Mm-hmm. They like I, I think I said this in an episode before about Hocus Pocus is for 25 years, we have been waiting for a sequel we've in our heads come up with ideas of what would happen in the next movie mm-hmm. we got that essentially with this however it was told in this fan fiction kind of way where where we were repeating things the same lessons and morals were taught yeah like there was just no there was no growth right at all in this sequel and i think the author should be ashamed damn throwing down the gauntlet ashamed <laughs> Oh my! I I agree though. Like mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. So I know that we're ripping it really, really hard right now. Mm-hmm. But there were some things that I I I liked. Yes, yes. Um, what I liked was in the um, no, actually, that's the first book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just talk about the book as a whole. It's two stories yes. in one. It's mm-hmm. the original movie turned into a book form and then it's the sequel book yes in the original book um or in the in the i'm gonna just say in hocus pocus in the novelization in the novelization there was a kind of jumping around that wouldn't have worked in the movie but i really liked it in the book yes in the first part you're jumping in between 1693 and 1993 exactly like max and then emily and then i think it starts off with emily and then you go to max and then it goes back to emily getting taken into the woods um and you run into a new character called elizabeth Mm -hmm. that emily kind of stops and talks to a little bit before she gets like beckoned into the woods yeah in her hypnosis um there's a little bit more explanation as to why people weren't really registering that emily was gone and being hasty mm-hmm. and it's because the witches um like put a spell over top of the village mm-hmm. to make them sleepy and to make them just kind of like very lethargic mm-hmm. so no nothing was getting done at the right time that was a really great explanation loved that um just having that little bit of background from there, the novelization pretty much just followed the movie. It literally took it from the script. Yes. So, meaning for me, I didn't feel like listening to it. Yeah, I I was, I know it's happening. I know it's going to happen. Yes. I wonder if that could have been explained more. Yeah. And also the, the novelization was third person, correct? Yes. Okay, that's a difference because the sequel is first person. It's from Poppy's perspective the entire time. Is it? Mm-hmm. See, I did not pay attention. Yep. Hmm. But I was wondering, I was like, why is this sound so off? Like, why does why really? does this sound so different? Why did I not pick and that up? And it's because it's from Poppy's point of view. Hmm. So that is true. So there's a lot of things that we have no idea what happened. We don't get to experience in the second one. Isabella turning into the dog, which also, spoiler alert, they do the animal counterpart instead of a cat in Binks, 
it's Isabella. One of, it's a, one of the protagonists. It's one of the protagonists. And yeah. she gets turned into a dog, a Boston Terrier. A Boston Terrier. And they explain why a Boston Terrier. Because we're in Massachusetts. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that didn't even click in my head. Didn't even click. Oh, my God. It took me like years to figure that These out. These geniuses. <laughs> what, what is that word? That, that exposition? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, exposition. <laughs> yes. It's just like, oh my gosh. It was unnecessary. Um, but yeah, so you had Isabella in there, but we don't get to see Isabella turn into a dog. We just get that surprise when the dog comes out mm-hmm. and starts trying to like pace around uh, Poppy and Travis's feet. Yeah. But in the original book, in that novelization, we see Thackeray turn into Binks. Yeah, we do. We like feel... Kind of what he's feeling. It's described mm-hmm. to us. We got the spell. Mm-hmm. We got the just the spark of him just shrinking down. Yes. Into a cat. Yeah. And it was um, really interesting from that point of view of like hearing and seeing it in the movie. Yeah. In the sequel, we don't get that. There's another part that we don't get, which is um, when uh, Travis disappears. Mm hmm. I completely forgot until you mentioned it today that he disappeared. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't even realize he was gone until mm. it was the end of the book. And they were like, oh, Travis is back. Yeah. Wonder where he went. Mm. Like, that's literally the explanation that we get is like, oh, we didn't know where he went. Yes. So going back to the the novelization, there were parts that they also left out from the movie. Oh, really? They left out the cop scene. Oh, where yeah. the cop was making fun of Max for being a virgin. And also that wasn't a real cop. And that wasn't a real cop. That's <laughs> like comedic like genius right there. Yeah. And they left it out. And I forgot other parts that, that they left out. But I was reading a couple of reviews and I think they left out one or two major scenes as well. Mm-hmm. But overall, I would I would rate the novelization being a novelization of a movie that was done 25 years ago. Maybe like a a four because where could you go wrong? Out of ten or five? Five. Oh, okay. Just because it was well written. Yeah, there, it was. It wasn't horribly. It wasn't like chicken scratch on a piece of paper. Can't right. tell who's writing it. Writing this. So it was well written, and I think that the author did justice with the book. But for a twenty five year wait, that's all we got. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is uh, sad that this is the sequel that we got. Mm-hmm. And it also doesn't help that with the novelization, if I want Hocus Pocus, I'm going to watch Bette Midler, SJP, and Kathy Jimmy on my screen. We're going to go there, aren't we? We're going to go. Oh, my God. We're going to go there. We're going to go there. I'm, re- I'm ready for it. We're going there because we need to. Eileen. Eileen, 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 Eileen. When you make Eileen into the the sound of Jolene, Eileen, 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 Eileen. Oh, please don't narrate wine witches because you can. (laughs) Sound like you said marinate. I did. (laughs) So. When you have this, these three characters that have been brilliantly played by three Ugh. phenomenal actresses, Ugh. and they all have unique and 
distinct personalities. Oh. Why can't you practice for 25 years to do a Bette Midler voice, a Winifred voice, a Sarah oh. voice, a Mary voice? Why? It wasn't. This is not the time to make it your own, honey. She did a Mary voice and she busted out that Mary voice. Like that Mary voice was good. You, oh, I thought her Sarah voice was the best. Okay. So I thought in the sequel, mm-hmm. Mary, that the voice that she had for Mary really like came into her own. Sound, okay. But not really. It, mm-hmm. it, it came into Kathy's own. Yes. So she like almost was channeling Kathy. And I understand, Eileen, you are your own artist and you do not take people and impersonate them. You are making them your own. But these are iconic characters that yes. have already been established. And we are we have already been to the thick of the nitty gritty with them. <laughs> How would you think that she should say Winnie's line, oh, look another glorious morning? Makes me sick. Not pleasantly. How did she say she literally said it was, oh, look, another glorious morning makes me sick. Yeah. No. I was like, what? no, 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 no. Put in some buck teeth. Some buck teeth. Make your voice a little bit more gravelly. I mean, Winnie was not a pleasant character. No. In any regard. She was sarcastic. And that is the one thing that was lacking in the narration for me of Winnie. Yes. Was that sarcasm. Yes. Completely. Give me your best of look. Oh, I can't. That's a lot of pressure. I'll do it first. These are iconic characters. Let me try it. Okay. 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 Oh, look. Another glorious morning makes me sick. <laughs> like, you that know. That was good. That was good. Oh, yeah. Gonna... Like, at least give it some personality. I, I got, might not sound like Winnie, but give it some personality, Eileen. Yeah, I want to try. Um. Oh, look. Another glorious morning makes me sick. That's good. See? It wasn't. It was so pretty. It wasn't Winnie, but it was better. shade (laughs) i'm sorry eileen you did a really great job with max allison danny poppy travis i'm surprised i remembered his name off the top of my head you did amazing with them but these witches are part of our childhood and it hurt us to hear them be so not who we know them yes and i mean she she did an, an, an adorable sarah the oh, boys yes. were loving me. Like that that line was pretty good. Yeah. And I really felt Sarah there. And there were times I do remember that doggish voice of Mary. Yeah. Throughout the the audiobook. But Winnie the entire Winnie, time uh, was pretty and old. Yes. And that's not like that's not you're not supposed to give an old witch who doesn't want to be old an old voice. Yeah. Yeah. I, give I just, her a bitter uh, voice. I just really um, wish that the novelization would have been able to be written from a point of view where they could have had like Bette Midler, Kathy and Sarah Mm Justin Barker like on as the characters, like doing the character voices, because this is just such a big role, like for the X-Files books, Mm -hmm. you don't have Mulder and Scully being done by, I don't know, uh, Shoulder and Cully. (laughs) I was going to say, you don't have another narrator doing their voices. Yeah, yeah, that too. You get David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson. Yes. Like, 
doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like you get them. You and spend the money. You're Disney. You can do it. Yes. Especially with three people that want to be back yes. into this world. Yes. They have all said that that was their favorite roles ever. And we just met Kathy and Jamie and she told us it was her favorite role ever too. Yeah. And she told us to be best friends forever. Yes. So, so we have the inside knowledge that no other podcast has. Yeah. Exactly. He <laughs> also freaked the F out. <laughs> but anyway. Whoa. 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 Like, whoa. You're, <laughs> that was the most serious I've ever seen you be. <laughs> like, I yelled at her. I was you like, like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> and then she said, which one do you want? I was like, I don't know right now. I got to think about it. You were it. like, hold, please. We need to think. She was like, oh, okay, take She's the time. Like, okay, like we just told Kathy and Jimmy off. Because <laughs> we were so surprised to see her. Oh, that was oh funny. That's going to be a good memory for my that, life. It's, it's the memory of the lifetime. That's the <laughs> memory of the season. Um, But, okay, so Eileen, I know that we're giving you a lot of crap, but we actually loved your narration I, I want every listen, other character. Yeah, I want to listen to more books by her. Yes. I just think this was such a book that was on a high, high pedestal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing is that it was you had three characters that were just untouchable. Mm-hmm. And when they make the remake of Hocus Pocus, I'm going to see the same thing about mm-hmm. those poor three actresses that they get to replace the Sanderson sisters that we know. Exactly. If it's not Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, or Kathy and Jane. When we watched the 25th anniversary thing on Freeform. Oh, Vanessa Hudgens, we came for you. We came for you, Vanessa Hudgens. You know who we came for the most? Dove. Dove, Cameron, <laughs> Jordan Sparks, and whoever and that other girl whoever was. the hell that other girl was. <laughs> I don't know who she was, but she pronounced uh, putting a spell on you just like putting i'll put a spell on you i put a spell on instead you. of i put a spell on you like you the t is not emphasized lady and why in the world are you girls wearing short shorts and a dress that goes in the back i don't even know what they call that i don't want a slut shame but i kind of want a slut shame it was you're making a song iconic character slutty did winnie and sarah and mary wear short shorts and show their boobs no sarah i mean sarah kind of had some cleavage going on because she she was was the the more sultry yes but she still had a scarf or that like i don't know what you call it but a drape over her her boob area her boobage her boobage yes Um, stop trying to make these characters sexy when they weren't that's the problem like we're, we're in our culture it's so ingrained to turn everything into sexy things like there are bugs on video games that people will turn into sexy creatures and it's like i don't want to see your vagina or your ding dong hanging yes. out right now that's not what that character is there was there was a scene in superstore this week where they said hey do you have any costumes for a slutty nurse and then and then the manager was like yeah it's actually right next to the slutty minion and the slutty peanut <laughs> exactly like, what in the world are we doing like it's just it's just like I mean, yeah, be proud of your body, but make your own costumes. Like, don't go and buy a slutty nurse. If you want to be a slutty nurse, I mean, create the costume yourself. And then you can have some pride in it. Exactly. Have some pride in showing off your boob job. You're spending $60, $84 on a piece of thing that you can make. Yeah. 
If mm. you're going to be a slut, be a DIY slut. Yes. I mean, that's. Be a DIY SLUT. <laughs> I'm going to create a blog. <laughs> Please do. I would love to read the DIY slut. Um, but yeah, so that Halloween special, mm. that is not this book. We were, I mean, like, the, the but only, we ripped it. The, the only shining moment, though, was Jordan Fisher singing Witchcraft. See, I don't know him. You never shared any of his stuff with me. Well, the thing is, it was nice. It was a nice song to choose because, number one, they played it in the movie. It's witchcraft. It's witchcraft. And it's right before the big famous, I I put a spell on you. And no one really paid attention to the witchcraft song that they were singing right before that. But it was so good. And that guy who was that skeleton in the movie did a great job. Yes. And I was like, when when Jordan Fisher sang, I was like, oh... My God, it was so good. I mean, all of the performers were really great until they got to the people who were impersonating Winnie, Winnie, Sarah and Mary. I mean, even the costume contest there, the Winnie and Sarah Mary were great. Yeah. Compared to the singers. To Dove Jordan and question mark. Harley Haley. Her feminine. Was it even an H? (laughs) I think it was an H. Was it? I think it was Harley. I don't even know. She was named after a motorcycle company? I don't... Maybe it wasn't. Sophia? Sophia! <gasps> Sophia! Oh, it wasn't even an H. It was a Sophia or a Sophie or yes. a Soap. Soap. Ooh. That's her name now. <laughs> That's her name. I, I put a soap on you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they were they were horrible. Horrible. Ugh. I didn't so, feel proud. W- let's talk about the sequel's twists. Okay. What did you think about Elizabeth Sanderson? I loved having that bit in there. Yes. I really loved having that extra amount of story. Although I wonder, where the F was she? I know that she was in the beginning and she interacted with Emily in the first book. They wrote that in. They retconned that in. Yes. But like, And then girl. she had she had her quote in the beginning of the sequel. So I was like, oh, she's going to have a big part. No. Girl was a ghost. She was barely in it. Girl was just a pale little figment of their imagination. So now I want to know. I want a book now about Elizabeth. Yes, please. I oh, want a movie. Yes, a about movie. Elizabeth. A movie um, about Elizabeth because it won't have to have any of those iconic characters in there. We can cast a new woman. Yes. 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 I feel like I want an Herbert Usson's commercial. <laughs> <laughs> and then, it, and that's the thing is, they could cast this movie, and they could have the three original witches be in a scene. Yes. Interacting with Elizabeth. Yeah. And then they don't need Bet, Sarah, we and We could CGI Kathy. them in. Yeah, we could CGI them in. We They could come one day for filming and then be done. Be done. They get a million dollar paycheck. They're done exactly. for another 25 years. And you know what? That that would be the thing. And then that the sequel would, would follow Elizabeth. I would feel so full. Mm-hmm. Like uh, following Elizabeth battle her... Like inner demons am i gonna be a bad witch or or am i gonna be a good witch yeah oh my god it would be so good and we'd see emily in there and that that would be reason to bring emily and binks back because they wouldn't be dead yet but they would they would just have to recast that's the thing that sucks about like people aging is that you can't have someone like 25 years later play the same part that they did that's true that's true because that that girl who plays emily can we just talk about that 
she on something? She on something. Can somebody take her drink and and her car keys and like there drop were, her off at a hospital? During that 25th anniversary special on Freeform, when she got on that stage, we got secondhand embarrassment. She was drunk. She was she falling all over the place. She said, "Let me show people how to die." What? What the? I couldn't watch it. I could not watch it. I was like, I have to watch it. I, <laughs> I have to watch this. You have to report back what you saw. <laughs> she was screaming. And even Jordan Fisher and Vanessa Hudgens, they were like, what in the world? What was she on? She was on something. She was drunk or something. I don't know. I don't know. You heard it here first. We're TMZ. Yep. <laughs> BB. BMZ. What does the M stand for? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm not okay. going to try it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it works. But yeah, so uh, so another twist in the sequel was Drusilla. Oh, yeah. Now I want another movie about Drusilla. I need a movie about Drusilla. <laughs> like, hello, your name is Drusilla, and you named your kids Winifred, Mary, Sarah, and Elizabeth? <laughs> I mean, Winifred is probably the Winifred best. Winifred is a good witch it's name. It's a good witch name. It is, because it goes down to Winnie. Yes. And then that one's just like, wow, pleasant. Yes. But Drusilla. Drusilla. But I don't like how long she was in the book. She was in there for like five seconds. Five seconds. I like, was like, I want more Drusilla. The second Drusilla came in, Drusilla was out. It was like, wait, you? she had a picture of her face and and she obviously looked like Winnie. Did you see the picture? Oh, did you were you reading along with the book? No, I didn't oh. time for that. Well, in the book, you get special pictures after um or before every chapter. So it would be like chapter this, and then oh. it would get like a little kind of image or cartoon. Okay. And so when it was Drusilla's chapter, it looked like a Winifred, but with black hair and just the Winifred lips. Oh. And it wasn't like, you know how Winifred has like the stuck up, like the horn kind of hair going? Yeah. Well, this was like more full, like all the way around. Oh. But it still had that Winifred appeal and she had the Winifred lips. Like an upgraded Winnie? Yes, like an upgraded Winnie and she had the, the Winnie lips. Mm. And so, and it was black. And so you knew kind of like this, she definitely had the, the Mary hair, Winifred uh -huh. lips, and then Sarah body. Okay. I'm going to have to go and look at that because, yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, that's how I imagined Drusilla. I made cauliflower at one point while listening to this book. <laughs> Did you really think I was reading along? <laughs> it was a really nice book to read along to because it was hardback. Oh, yes. It, just, it smelled nice. I love a good book. Mm -hmm. Smell. Mm. But yeah, I love Drusilla. She just wasn't in it long enough. No. And did she really do anything for the book? No. No. Also, I want to talk about the end because um, surprise twist, the which that is the book like the personality that's behind the book that donated its eye to the book oh did you is that what you got from that yeah that's what i got from that i got how winnie turned it was winnie and she turned herself into a boy no no I'm... because they mentioned the eye and the eye that was in the book cuz it said because that, that person said, sometimes I miss, sometimes I miss it still. Like they touched where their eye used to be. Oh. Yeah. I have, I reread that chapter or I re-listened to that chapter three times. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? Because they talked about in the green dress. They said, or they. they green cape. Cause it, green cape. And they said it was a boy and it was in a green cape. And then he. 
I thought I thought the big surprise was that when he turned into this like young boy for just a moment to bring back good old Billy. No, I think that was the book, like the personification of the book. That makes me kind of love that even more. Right. That's hmm. what I was like. That's really effing cool. If if that's the book, because it mentions something about its eye. And then the book I like goes to sleep. It makes more sense because it's a boy. Yeah. And we didn't hear anything about like souls transferring bodies. Yeah. We only heard of like a person gets a person fully gets replaced. So like like you would go into hell if I were already in hell and you were there and you were reading you were on earth and you read the spell, then we would just not switch places we our bodies would literally just like change change so then Brittany would be on earth and brad would be in hell yes and so that's what i was that's what i thought and then i said who is this boy yeah yeah so and and at that time i was like i want this to be over yeah i was like i just want this to be over but then that last chapter i was like wait i feel like i just missed something good i don't even know why they brought billy back i don't know why and then another thing i was like if that was winnie in my previous thought was if that was Winnie why is Billy coming to Winnie why is she bringing back Billy or why is he bringing back Billy yeah so what is Billy going to do what is Billy leave the man rest let him be dead let him rest in peace like I don't get it it Mm. just it had so much fan service in it yes and it was too much it was not a unique and original story on its own it was just a lot of oh the fans really love this from the first one mm-hmm. i'm just going to rewrite it and put in a different twist yes we're going to go to a lighthouse instead for the final scene instead mm-hmm. of a graveyard yeah there's going to be explosions at the lighthouse instead of a graveyard there's going to be uh oh instead of uh tricking them with headlights we're going to trick them with the phone echoes on speaker um mm-hmm <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it was too much. It was too much. It was. It was fan service, like you said, fan fiction. Yeah. It was too much. It was way too much. The The novelization of the first, of the movie, I thought was great. I know I didn't listen to all of it, but the parts that I listened to, the parts that were new, were fantastic. I loved it. It was original. And there were parts of the sequel that I was like, this is original. Like, this is for real Something that is really cool. Mm-hmm. Them using the spirit board in order to bring the witches back and being tricked by the book. Yes. Into reading that spell. Brilliant. Brilliant. I love that. Brilliant. Um, them have them switching places with uh Max, Allison, and Danny. I like that. That was that was amazing because as well. You needed to bring those three in, but mm-hmm. we didn't really need them. So yes. put them somewhere else. Yes. But then everything else was just hocus pocus 2.0. Yeah. There was nothing special about it. It was like hocus brocus. Oh, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's my favorite thing ever. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah. mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I wanted to touch on with this Mm. book. Um, Mm. Oh, the principal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What in the world? So you're trying to make me like him, even though he was an a-hole clown? And he's still kind of like paranoid? Yeah. After And how long were they in there? They were literally, I mean, how long were they in there? I don't know. 
I mean, he had a kid, he had a family, he wasn't in there too long. And for serious, like they were, him and Ernie were going to blame, blamed, weren't, not were, they blamed Max for leaving them in those cages so long. Yes. And I'm sorry. Max had no idea. I'm sorry that you stole his shoes and treated him like garbage, stole his sister's candy. Uh Uh-huh treated him like garbage what do you expect him to do he didn't know how to open the cage yeah also he never saw him in there no well he did because he um took oh, the, yeah, shoes. He takes the shoes he yeah. like, um he said hollywood it was like sayonara or whatever oh yeah that's right so he did I skip max... that scene because i don't want to believe that max is a bully well that's the thing is but in the movie it's okay to be feeling like redemption these boys put max through hell it's but okay did two wrongs make a right no. But in Hollywood. That's yes, true. They do. <laughs> and so in the movie, you know, there had to be a part of like the audience saying, yes, yeah, get Jay and Ernie, Ernie, whatever. Ice. Ice. And but in the in the sequel, they were trying to make us feel guilty. Yeah. And they try to make us like forgive Jay for all of, that he did. But you're carrying it over to his daughter. So I don't know if you've learned, really learned the message and here, Jay. And his daughter was a bully. Yeah. For Kate, most of the book. Yeah, for most of the book. Katie was a bully. And then she had her own like redemption arc. And I don't believe Jay to be a principal. Let's be no, real. No. He should have been the custodian. Mm, yeah. <laughs> or like a cafeteria man. Yes. Like, I believe that Max was a history teacher. Like, yeah, that's oh, believable. Totally believable. But I do not think that Jay would go into a higher position of power over Max. Like, I just don't see it. Yeah, I don't Because Max that. had the ambition, just from his small little bit of a character in school mm-hmm. that we got. He had the ambition. He had the right. He, ha- he was smart. He had clever ideas. Mm-hmm. And Jay got stuck in a cage. Yep. With some witches. And he literally had to steal kids candy like yes. it's really easy to steal kid, kids candy it's not doesn't take a brain surgeon yeah like that's not a man that i want making decisions on my life exactly mm. i know of a few people that fit that description mm. anyway <laughs> <laughs> i just ugh. and there were a lot of nods to the original, to mm-hmm. the novelization, mm-hmm. the original movie. This, in the, the songs, second one. the songs, the songs. Oh, what did you think about Mary's poem? Um, no offense, but it was stupid. Yeah, it was really weird. Like Mary, okay, Mary and Sarah, they have to accept the fact that Winnie is their older sister. She is the leader of the group. Yeah, I. <laughs> You know, I I think Sarah and Winnie or Sarah and Mary know that they are kind of smarter than Winnie. Winnie lets her pride get them in trouble. Yes. Why do we have to hear a song about Mary saying this is my time now? No. And then to just be shut down by Winnie anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. So they, they tried to put songs and like poems in the book because that's what they did with the with the movie is there were songs. But mm-hmm. the songs in the book were turned into poems that mm-hmm. Eileen just read. Yes. Which is smart because like you can't be having songs like in the middle of an audiobook. That's yeah. weird. Um but it just didn't work in the same way that the original songs work. No. Like Mm-mm. it just didn't work. And we didn't need 
songs in the second and book. A, a, I put a spell on you was literally them saying, I'm putting a spell they on you. They put a spell on the town. That wasn't a song to say, I'm, you know, devious. No. I'm, I'm back and I'm a bad witch. Like, no. no, that was literally dance, dance until you die. Yes. Like, that's <laughs> what she did. I don't remember another song in the book, in, in the movie. Like, I put a spell on you. Witchcraft was sung by the the the, the MC of the night. Come Little Children. Come Little Children was, again, a spell. It was a spell. And... That's about um, it. They did, like, poetry jam of uh, turning Thackeray into Banks. Yeah. And, and, again, that's all spell stuff. I don't know why yeah. Mary had to go off and have a little sing-song. Like her own little solo that didn't even amount to anything. I was like, what, Disney? Nothing what are happened. you doing? What are you doing, Disney? Nothing happened. I was I was expecting Mary and Sarah to be like, okay, this is the moment where we kind of turn on our sister and we realize that like Winnie ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Like we are better than Winnie. And that that would be like the resolution for this thing is that they turn on Winnie. Yeah. That would have been such a better ending. Oh my God. That would have been, been good. Instead of blowing up the thing and then I don't even see them disappear. They just all like poofed and vanished. Mm. It was just such a weird wrap up. And I think part of it is because of that perspective. Yes. Of it just being from Poppy's per- point of view. Yeah. Because we didn't see. We know what happened to the witches in the first one. We know that the sun came up. When he turned to stone, the other ones exploded. Exactly. In this one, it was like. Oh, the the bloodstone blew up and its aftershocks like really rocked the area. Mm-hmm. And then we were only concerned with Poppy because Poppy was only concerned with Isabella. Exactly. Making sure Isabella was alive. Ugh. So we didn't get any other perspective. Yeah. We didn't see the big picture of what happened to the witches. Agree. Is there anything else about this book that you want to rip? <laughs> Not the pages. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm, wow. How do you get this book for free? Um. Well, fellow Hocus Pocus fans, <laughs> if you want to hear this book and you want to see if you agree with us, because, you know, this is just our opinion, not yours. So you should make your own. You can head on over to our website. That is audioshelf.me. I almost said at. And I'm like... <laughs> No, it works, but then that's also our Twitter thing. Uh, Audioshelf.me, go down to the Audible affiliate link at the bottom of the page, click on that, sign up for a 30-day free trial of Audible. It's awesome and amazing, and you can cancel after you get your two free credits and get two free books. And this book is two in one. Two in one. So So essentially, you'll be getting three free books. You can get three books. Mm. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that we're doing, and we have a lot of good segments coming up. Mm -hmm, Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. So you can follow us on Instagram at audioshelf underscore podcasts. Yes. Right? Yes. That's, uh, you know, bookstagram. Bookstagram. We're in it. That's a new one, but we're doing it. And then you can follow us on Twitter at audioshelf me and Facebook at audioshelf. And if you want to subscribe to our channel, you can find us on any of your podcast listening platforms, especially Spotify. That's a new one. Spotify is real easy to use. It's all I ever listen to now. I use Google Music still, but they're going to stop doing that. So we'll probably get Spotify. Oh, no. Yeah, Google does that. Google sucks, actually. Interesting. Yeah. 
they have these brilliant ideas and then they're like, wow, that's really great. And then two years later, they're like, mm, we're bored. Interesting. We're going to drop it and hmm. then stop it. Yeah. Spotify, it's all right there. And I just press play and it plays. Ooh, very nice. Like magic. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like magic. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you also want to um, help us reach our goals that we are hoping to get in the new year, you can go onto our Patreon and become a patron. All you need to do is donate a dollar and you help us get closer to doing videos and all kinds of new stuff that we want to do on the show that we want to do for you. So uh, please, if you have time and a dollar to spare each month, please be a patron. Yes, we're here. We love you. So what do you think about this? Should we shelf this book or shove it? That's really difficult. It's a really difficult situation. I love Hocus Pocus. Like, I love Bette Midler. It's in my blood. Yes. I'm basically a Sanderson sister. When people say what kind of blood you have and I say be positive, that's Bette Midler positive. <laughs> I've never loved you so much than at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so lucky to have you as my best friend. Oh my goodness. Oh, yes, I agree. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. So um I'm gonna <laughs> not get over that. I'm going to shove this book. What? <laughs> single copy of Bette Midler's movies that I don't already have. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, you know, I, I do like to collect things, so I will probably... You've shoved so many books. <laughs> and now you're the bone collector? I'm the bet collector. <laughs> bet. Bet. <laughs> I'm going to shelf this one just because it's a really, it's a pretty cover. Oh, it is. I have a TV shirt. Oh, a TV shirt. Ugh. I have a t-shirt that is the cover. Yes, that's very true. Yes, we do. We do have shirts that match this cover. Um, <laughs> that doesn't change what I'm going to do with it. Okay. All right. All right. But I will just, I'll probably display it. Yeah. Display it. Display it. So I won't like completely shove it because this was a gift. Yeah. <laughs> I won't ever shove a gift. True, true. Mm. Thank you again, Anne, for being a producer on this episode. We appreciate it greatly, and we love your support. We wouldn't be here without you. We would not. You are the wind beneath our wings. Ooh. So I have a great way to end this episode. Okay. Instead of bye, book. Oh. <laughs> I was like, we're going to fly up to the ceiling? <laughs> All right, ready? Mm -hmm. All right, until next time. Book. Which was another issue. Totally. She didn't say book. I know, she said book. She said book, 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 <laughs> book, book. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.
there was something that I wasn't doing. <laughs> Hello? Hello. Is that Benny? Yeah. Is he digging through the floor? I think so. God. <laughs> He's desperate. <laughs> we are super excited about that.